Brock reminds me a lot of Montana, his coolness. He doesn't get rattled. And, you know, and, and you know, you, you need your quarterback to be that. everybody here at the warner house we have i mean i don't really even know how i could put into words how special of a guest we have here at the warner house today man one of the all-time greats not only of 49er history but of the nfl the goat three-time super bowl champion oh my goodness just saying that just sounds crazy but i just want one i just want one anyway three-time super bowl champion 10-time pro bowler all pro, Mr. All Pro, Jerry Rice. Welcome to the show, baby. Hey, Round of applause. Thank you. Round of thank applause, you. man. Hey, great introduction, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, man, from one All Pro to another, I know you got way more than I do, but hey, I, I appreciate you, man, coming on the show. And I'm really excited to have you here just to kind of bounce some things off of you. Um, for my first question, dog, just be honest. Do you want CMC to break your record, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> okay, I, because I, Fred, because I believe records are meant to be broken. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, and what he's what he brings to the table, I'm talking about from scrimmage, uh, from rushing the ball, uh, you know, from catching the ball, uh, scoring touchdowns. He does it all, man. He does it all. Absolutely. And I make sure when, when I go to the ball game and I'm out on the field that I walk over and I say hello to him and, and just interact with the players. Mm -hmm. Records are meant to be broken. I was very fortunate to have so many great players around me. And I think the same thing has happened happening with uh, CMC. And he's a mm -hmm. uh, complete ball player, very down to earth. He works hard. So, no, it's okay. It's all right. You know, I got quite a few records now, okay? <laughs> I don't mind sharing some of those records. <laughs> you got plenty to choose from, man. So, I mean, you mentioned it. CMC, it's such a blessing to even have him on our team because you talk about a year ago, one of the biggest trades in NFL history, I feel like, getting him on our team and seeing the impact that he made from day one, the type of person he is, the type of player he is, the way that he works day in and day out. I know that obviously you can you can relate to that and respect that a lot. Uh, he's three away, and we got three games. So one, one touchdown a game, he'll get it. And, and and the thing, too, when when you start getting, you know, when you start hearing names like Emmitt Smith, uh, you hear names like the Damian Thomason, Thurman Thomas, you know this guy getting it done man so mm -hmm. oh i i've been behind him 100 percent, and i'll be the first one to uh you know congratulate him man that's awesome humble cat right there baby now you mentioned walking around on the field before the game and obviously us players we see you around and to have one of the all-time greats around on the field with us hey man that, that's a humbling experience for us so talk about you know your your want and desire to be there around the team all these years later after you obviously played for the Niners, 
wanting to be around the team and being on the field. Talk about that process for you. Well, Fred, you know, I bleed 49ers, man. That's it. And, you know, I feel like, you know, we have a legitimate chance this year. You know, we still just need everybody to stay healthy. Need, uh, we need uh, to continue to just focus in on each ball game. And I'm one of those guys that, you know, when I first came in, into the league, I was all about defense. You win championships with defense. That's right. If, 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 if you're able to stop someone, are you able to generate points through, uh, you know, with the defense? If the defense can put you in, in good field position, you have a chance of winning that football game. So I'm very excited about the defense and what's happening. Uh, very excited about the offense. You know, you look on that side. Brock, uh, you know, Purdy, what he's doing, the leadership, uh, his composure. And, mm -hmm. and watching him when he first took over and the velocity behind his throws. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, tight spiral, you know, catchable ball, you know, like that. You know, I, I love it, man. And, and his decision-making, he doesn't hold on to the ball that long. Then, mm -hmm. with, you know, with CMC being in the backfield, then on the outside – uh, with Debo Samuel, uh, you know, with Brandon IU, George Kittle, it's so many weapons, but so many. Everybody, everybody is trying to put it together for one cause, and that is to win the Super Bowl, one right. brick by brick. So mm -hmm. I like coming there, and, and I like to show my face, and and the fans they get excited, and you know my interaction with the fans because it was all about them back in the day. I wanted mm -hmm. to play well for them, and I wanted to give them something to think about, you know, after leaving that stadium. So, you know, I practiced a certain way, and 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 I wanted to be very productive and very uh, precise on the field and, uh, and just, you know, just help my team to win. So I, I like showing my face to get them excited, but also the interaction with you guys, for you guys letting me – be you know be able to walk on the field with you and and come over and say hello and stuff like that it means the world to me you know it, it's That's something awesome. i really you know you know because i love the game of football and you know and i sacrifice so much on the football field and still to be able to have that in action uh with the team you know it means a lot man it means a lot to us man appreciate you seriously what What's the difference between Levi's being – obviously, you haven't, haven't been at Levi's now and then playing at Candlestick. Well, I mean, what's the difference, man? I never got to see Candlestick, so you got to kind of put me on game a little bit. You guys got that good grass, man. Get <laughs> on that grass, man. It's like – you know, sometimes I feel like I just want to lay down on the grass because it's so soft because at Candlestick, we had uh, – you know, because the Giants also played there, we had that hard dirt that uh -huh. we play on and and you had to you know be able to really drop your hips and and uh and come out of the cut because of that dry you know uh all that dry dirt but yeah just you know just being at levi's the technology is so much better now and uh and i, I still miss the old stadium though because it was right mm -hmm. by I mean, the history behind that. That's where, you know, Dwight Clark made the catch, you know, mm -hmm. from Indiana. And, and when, when Dwight, you know, when he was alive, man, Dwight was, like, just incredible. 
I mean, he was the type of guy that you could just uh, go to. You could talk to him about anything. And he took me under his wing uh, from day one, and you know, with the route running, because Dwight was not the fastest guy. And when I came out, uh, you know, of college, too, I was not the fastest. And but I had to run very precise routes. And uh, so he took me under his wing. But Joe and Dwight used to fight about, uh, you know, it should because Dwight felt like it should be called the catch. Joe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already knowing what you're about to say. You got two grown men. You know what I'm saying? That, that play uh, goes down in history. That Mm -hmm. started the dynasty for the San Francisco 49ers. And just to hear these two guys fight about, you know, you know what it should be called. It was, it was funny. Should it be called the catch or should it be called the throw? I mean, come on, which one is it? Hey man, hey Joe, no, hey because I I get on Joe about this all the time. I said, Joe, you know you were throwing that ball away, man. But Dwight went up and saved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, they, you know they talk about you know you know white guys can't jump and stuff like that, man. Man, he had them hops, boy. He had to get up there and go get that ball. Man, he went and got that thing, man. He went. He and sure got- did. To be able to play with both of those legends and and to play in the Bay Area, man, it just and it's something I'll never forget. That's so awesome, man. I was a part of winning the, the Dwight Clark Award this past offseason and hearing all those stories about about DC or about about Dwight Clark, man, it's just such an inspiration and just like such the positive energy that he exuded just based off the little conversations that I had with, with all you cats that play with him. Um I mean, that's that's so awesome just to hear those little stories like that. You mentioned just him taking under you under his wing and not running that fast coming out of college. Like, man, I, I ain't run that fast out of college either, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got to make sure I'm running this 464 as hard as I can every <laughs> single rep. You know what I'm saying? Like, to make it pop off tape. Hey, hey Fred, what is so, that? If you chasing me and you trying to hurt me, I'm going to run a 4-2, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but hey. Y'all see that? Hey man, you came out of BYU, brother. That's right. BYU. And and no did. you know what you know the things that what, what school what school did you go to? I went to Mississippi Valley State University, a, a predominant black school, very small. And and you know, I was it, it, I was lucky, man, to actually I believe things happen for a reason. Because mm-hmm. I was lucky to get drafted because the San Francisco 49ers, they were in New Orleans to play and and uh, he was uh, flicking the channels. It was a Saturday. He was flicking the channels and he noticed me running across the television screen, running away from everybody, catching the ball. He goes back to the scouting department in, here in San Francisco and says, hey, we, we need to look at this guy named Jerry Rice at Mississippi Valley State University. So that's how I got that's really how I got drafted and and Bill Walsh actually you know he took a big chance on me and it was just no no way I was going to let him down you know when you are uh taken in the first round uh I was uh uh you know the 16th player taken uh they traded with the New England Patriots to get down to that 16th spot I thought I was going to be a Dallas Cowboy but I uh you know I got picked up by the greatest franchise ever, the San Francisco 49ers. Come on. Say it yep. again. 
Yep. <laughs> Ever, the San Francisco 49ers, baby. <laughs> that's right, baby. That's right. That, that's awesome. And then I kind of want to hear a little bit about just this is just popped into my mind a little bit about you just mentioned this is the, the greatest franchise in the history of the game. But you did, you know how you took your path down to a couple other other places, you know, yeah. throughout the the end of your career. Uh, having seen those other places, compared to what the 49ers are all about, and you, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say that you you got to talk down on any of those places at all. It's just, you know, what are the differences that you saw when you went other places, you know, knowing how first class the Niners are. Well, well, you know, I think the thing when I went to the Raiders and I went there because of John Gruden, and he said. You know, he asked me if I wanted to, uh, you know, come to the dark side, uh, catch like 70 balls or more. I still had football in me. I still love the game. And I decided to go. And also because I really respected Tim Brown. And and I, I wanted, you know, I always uh, had watched him uh, across the bay, uh, but never had the opportunity to uh, really interact with him, you know, be on on the field with him and stuff like that. And uh, I decided to go and, uh, you know, I was there for a couple years. The, the thing that, that really threw me off is we, we paid so much attention to detail. You know, if, if you were that defensive uh, end, you know, you were going to rush outside. You were going to force everything upside. You were not going to let that running back, you know, uh, uh, break containment or anything like that. So everything mm-hmm. – all about detail and, and that was something that we really practiced a lot with the san francisco 49ers and it was a little bit different with other teams and uh and the execution uh you know not getting penalized so much uh you know all of that uh you know played a factor with the san francisco 49ers but i noticed that you know it was a little bit more relaxed with other teams and stuff like that mm-hmm and that's something that I hear from other guys that come from other places onto our team, even today. Uh, that's how I know we have the right blueprint. We're made of the right things. We got the right things stirring up in, in the building because of those little things that you just mentioned right there, the details, the little things. You know what I'm saying? That's really important to us right now, and I think that's what's brought us so much success. Yeah, you can bring a, a bunch of talented guys onto a team and be like, all right, go out there and play and go win games. Right. That, that's not, that's not going to do it. You got you got to have guys that are made of the right stuff, you know what I'm saying? And so, I I, I see what you're saying with the details. I, I think that's something that we harp on a lot and that we that we take really serious. Yeah, and, and, um, and, and hey, hey, Fred, Tim Brown told me he said, Jerry, when when I first went to the race, he said, you know what? He said all of those calls that you normally get uh, with the San Francisco 49ers, you're not going to get it here. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, a little different he, out here. he was right about that, man. I'm, I'm serious. And, and, and some of the things that used to happen, I'm, I used to, I had to stretch my hand. I'm like, are you serious? You know, mm-hmm. you know, penalty after penalty and stuff like that. And, and, and I, I think, uh, you know, coming to the Niners, uh, there was a standard right from the start, starting with Eddie DeBarlow, starting with, uh, uh, management, uh, you know, Carmen policy, uh, you had to conduct yourself a certain way. You had to be a, mm-hmm. you know, on the football field and off the football field. And you had to come and you had to practice a certain way. The, once, once, once you get into those practice habits and you used to mm-hmm. do it every day, now you're going to be able to just transition that to the football field. 
because exactly. that's you know that's all you know you know mm-hmm. that's you know, because you have practiced this over and over doing practice that so that was something that was very important to us man i'm right here just taking all these little nuggets man i'm putting them <laughs> in my bag i'm putting them in my bag man we trying to get this thing going over here with the hey, niners man, hey, hey man but i heard you uh you into uh, pilates right yeah i go to little pilates okay yes, sir okay 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 you know, what because, you know about the Pilates, Jerry? No, 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 no. Hey, man, look, man, I just, you know, I just, I I, I read about people, you know, I, I study. Okay. <laughs> I study people, man, and I, I, I know, uh, I think this season here, you got around 67 tackles, five years, uh, around 100, are you a hundred, around 100 sacks? No, so uh, I'm a little over 100 tackles. Okay, oh, oh, a hundred tackles. Six years straight, hundred over a hundred tackles. Oh, there you, there you go. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Just, just run into that football, baby. All that Pilates I'm doing, making sure that core <laughs> right. So when I get there, I wrap them up and wrangle them down. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I got you, brother. Because you know, I, I condition myself a certain way where I was always going to be in tip top shape. And the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, I feel like the fourth quarter really belonged to me. Okay. That's where I was just going to own you because, you know, I, you've been chasing me the entire game. You're tired. Mm-hmm. You're tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm bouncing <laughs> and I got all of this energy and I'm ready to go to work. And I, I, I think that's when I did most of my damage because that's was in the fourth quarter. Body, and I was going to wear you down completely. What were some of those things that you did like in the off season and in season to kind of make sure that you were in tip top shape and, and do those sort of things? Cause obviously it's been well documented. Like you just mentioned being in phenomenal shape owning the fourth quarter. What were some of the things that you were doing? Well, my teammates, they thought I was crazy because during the off season, uh, right after, after winning the Super Bowl, I, it was just the Super Bowl 29. I was right back out the next day, just running laps at the facility and, Steve Young, he came in. He was, you know, cleaning his locker out. He said, "He said, who's that out there jogging around?" And the security guy said, "That's Jerry, Jerry Rice." <laughs> he looking, Steve looking, Steve looking, Steve looking like, "Hmm, should I go out there and and throw him the ball, or maybe run?" Uh huh. Steve like, uh-huh. "That's okay." But my whole off season regiment take two weeks off. Then I was right back, right back into the hill. This hill was two and a half miles up. Then you have to run down the hill. And I ran that hill Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tuesday, mm-hmm. Thursday was more about uh, track work and also, uh, you know, running routes on the field. And I was so in shape going to training camp. You, you know how a, a lot of guys, they try to, you know, they wait and, and, mm-hmm. and themselves into shape, uh, yep. you know, Training camp, I was already in shape. So mm-hmm. I in camp and I always would go early, which the coaches they they would always get upset with me because the rookies they come in first. I would be with the rookies, then they're like, Jerry, why are you here? <laughs> and I, <laughs> but I was just re- I was raring to go and I was in tip top shape. Uh and I had to do extra stuff, you know, doing training camp and you know, where everybody uh they're working themselves into shape and they had to catch up. Then once I got into the season, man, it was all about being productive during the week, uh, running my routes out. Uh, I would do extra stuff on the Stairmaster uh, after practice uh, 
always the first one on the field, the last one to leave the field. And that was my regiment. And, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's the reason why I was able to, you know, take so much punishment and just bounce back from it. And I played the game for over 20 years. That's, you know, that's a long time. Oh man, is it a huge, huge amount of time. That's crazy. I've heard about, I've heard stories about that hill. Man, I got to figure out where the hill's at, man. Where, where's the hill at? No, it's Edgewood. It's off 280. Uh, it's two and a half miles up. I'll take you up the hill, man, if you want. You got to take me up the hill, dog. I'll I got to, I got to get up this hill, I, man. I'll give you some of that fire, baby. I'll give us, I'll give you some. I'm trying to be, in, I'm trying to be in phenomenal shape, Jerry. I'm trying to be all day, man. I'll run all day, fourth quarter. I'm, I'm tearing them up. I see you though. Hey, brother, I, I see all that energy out there, man. You got it already. You got it. Man, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you, bro. Going back to our team, we have obviously such a such a talented roster, and you went down the line and you named everybody on that offense. Being a, a non-quarterback, we have two guys right now who are up in contention for that MVP award. Yeah. All right, Brock no. Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. No. What what are your thoughts on that? Who 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 do you believe deserves to win the MVP? I'll let you speak on it. You know, as a receiver, who who do you think should win the win the award? You know, I think both guys. I I, I wish that because what's happening here is just it's it's amazing because you you see how valuable CMC is if he's not in the game, and also uh, Brock Purdy. So it, I I mean because. We always talking about we we talk about that missing piece, and, and and you have to be also part of a chain. And if you're a weak link in that chain, you're not going to have success. You're not going to win football games. You're not going to win championships. Mm -hmm. I don't see us winning a championship, you know, without Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. I don't see us winning a championship without CMC. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I don't know how this is going to unfold, but I think both guys really deserve that, man. That's awesome. I mean, split it right down the middle. We'll split the trophy in half. <laughs> give, it, give it to both guys. <laughs> and hey, we, hey, here's a little Super Bowl ring with it. There you go. And, and it right off in the sunset, man. Do what you got to do. Yeah, man. So, but just you know, just to watch those guys and and you know to see the determination. And and, and, and and I'm, I'm going to go back to Brock one more time because Brock reminds me a lot of Montana, his coolness. He doesn't get rattled. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and you know, you, you need your quarterback to be that way. And, right. you know, with CMC, uh, like I said, I mean, coming out of the backfield, uh, catching the ball, uh, rushing, you know, scoring touchdowns. Uh, he does it all. Does it all. I mean, I'm so happy to be a part of uh, of this team where I have these type of guys that I get to watch while I'm on the sideline. It's like I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm in the stands, getting it, getting it, being able to watch the show that they putting on for us. And Brock's yep. throwing to some amazing receivers out there. And you know what? You know everything about playing playing the position. Right. Talk a little bit about watching Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. And who who are guys that when you were playing the game that those two remind you of a little bit when you when you watch their games? I, you know, I, I I think you know because when you look at those guys, I mean Debo, I mean he does he does everything. You talking about bubble screens? You got from mm -hmm. the backfield, 
and and then you know they put him out wide and and he can run routes out out wide uh brandon iu not afraid to go across the middle you know he makes catches he can run away from people then you know with george kittle uh when he catches the football his physicality he, mm. he's like he's throwing people off him like <laughs> oh <laughs> like, boy is like nothing man but you know just watching those guys and, and i can see that i can see that chemistry and, and i mm. had that chemistry with john taylor Mm -hmm. because i knew I, I i knew if they doubled me uh john taylor was going to have a big day and and i can i can see the same thing with debo samuel and, and brandon and IU. you know mm -hmm. it's like almost pick your poison yeah how, how do you want to die do you want to that's it i feel so, like they i feel like they all slow deaths yeah, yeah, just you know, just watching those guys go to work, man, and and, and just seeing uh, the confidence, and uh, and you know, they get it done. That's it. They they get it done. Receivers, give me give me top your top five receivers of all time right now, Jerry, Jerry Rice. And oh. Now you, I know you're gonna put yourself at one, so I'm gonna go ahead and just remove Jerry Rice out of the equation. All right, we understand you number one, boss. I want to know who who you believe are at the top five receivers of all time. Yourself removed. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss. Uh, I would say Chris Carter. Okay, that's three. Yeah. No, that's four because I'm one. <laughs> all right i told you i told you you're not included but all right you can put you, you at one that's four i know i know it's hard to think of five receivers megatron go megatron and megatron yeah that that, okay. was, that that was it back in the day man was how it. was it playing I, with to when he when he came in man because you obviously you you said his name right away number at number two talk about a little bit about how i was playing with him <laughs> T. Hill was like, hey, you better get your popcorn ready. That's right. <laughs> Man, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, but you talking about physicality. I, I'm, talking, I'm talking about, okay, I, I used to lift a lot of weights, and, and I, I thought I was in great shape, but I mm -hmm. ain't never seen someone so muscular. You, you, you know, he, he, I'm like, I'm like, I. I'm like, I'm gonna work out for it. I mean, I, I put the time in, but I don't look nothing like that. I know, I know. Hey, I've been there. I, you, you know, you know, just, just, just like watching Bosa on the football field. There you go. I was just about to name him. Man, I'm looking at Bosa and I'm saying, what? Excuse <laughs> no, I can't curse on this. I can't curse. But I'm like, what the? What are you mm -hmm. serious? Mm -hmm. But it was the same thing with Terrell, and and uh, he came to play every ball game. He he loved he he loved the game. He loved the physicality of it. Uh, he was gonna just you know defeat bump and run, and you know you had other things that came along with that. But mm -hmm. man, going to battle with that guy, it, it was it was amazing. That's amazing, man. I mean, yeah, that's one of the all-time greats. Some of the the plays he made at Candlestick, and then going on with the Cowboys, the Eagles was dominant every place that he went. So, I mean, yeah, hats off to him. And all five of those receivers you named are obviously the, the five best right there in the, in the game. So, um, as the number one receiver, as the GOAT, 
How many yards do you do you feel that you would get in today's game with that with that added game on the schedule? How we play seventeen games now compared to the sixteen games in the past. How many how many yards do you think you'd be able to get in this game in the game today? You know, I get asked that question a lot. Uh, and seventeen games. Yeah, and the well, way that we airing that football out too now, Jerry. The the, the game changed a little bit. We, but, we, but what you know, you know. Listen, let, let me roll you back a little bit because. Uh, during the strike season, I had 12 games and I had, I think, 22 touchdowns. <laughs> you had, you had how, how many in, in how many, Jerry? <laughs> and, and I'm going to just leave it. I'm going to leave it at that. You're going to leave it at that? Yeah. Boy, do one of these right here. Drop the mic. <laughs> My goodness. 22 and 12. I think I had, yeah, I think I had 22. Maybe, uh, maybe 22, 23. Maybe I don't. I don't know. You a bad boy, Jerry. Man, but it, no, but nobody could cover you. All about my teammates, man. All about my teammates. That was okay. It. Give the and credit. A little humility at the end. I, I feel <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's be real, Jerry. Nobody could cover you if you if you scoring twenty two tugs. Yeah, yeah. But the, the game is a little bit different now. You don't see a lot of you know hard bumping run. Uh, uh. You know, back when I played, you know, it was going to be a battle all the way downfield. If I had a 20-yard comeback, uh, that guy, he was going to have his hands on me the entire time, you know, as I'm running downfield. Now it's like, you know, it's like you can, you can, uh, if you plan bump and run after five yards, you, uh, you know, you can't uh, actually uh, touch the receiver anymore. Mm -hmm. Or, or it's one of those things, too, where, you know, you look at it's hard for defensive backs now because if they're not looking back and they're not tracking the ball or anything like that, it, that's going to be uh, pass interference. Mm -hmm. It's hard to play the defensive it, back it, position in, the, in today's game. It, you you guys got the most difficult job ever because it, it, it's like you know how how do you how do you tackle? You, yep. And you, you know it, mm -hmm. like you know you you don't you you don't want to injure anybody or anything like that, but when when you get a bead on a you know on someone that you're getting ready to tackle they might drop their base or something like that you know right before uh you hit them and it might be head to head you know a little head to head uh helmet collision or anything like that so it's it's really hard on you guys so you you kind of agree with those comments that Tom Brady's been coming out with talking about how it's the quarterback's job to have you seen that how he's been talking about the, it's the quarterback's job to protect his receiver. If he's throwing a ball yeah. across the middle yeah. and his guy's getting laid out, hey, you shouldn't be throwing that ball in the first place. Yeah, yeah because my thing is, uh, as receivers, you got to be able to know if it's man-to-man -man or if it's zone. Uh, a lot of receivers are just – they're just running. Out there running around. And the quarterback can't hold the ball, and he mm -hmm. got to get rid of it. So mm – -hmm. If I ever had a question in my mind, because if I was running uh, underneath uh, underneath uh, 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 shallow cross, mm -hmm. and I have this doubt in my head that hey, look, you know, like I, I think it's man, but <laughs> I, I'm gonna sit down. So it, 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 like, once I once I I'm not just gonna continue to run because right. if I'm not sure if it's man to man or zone. Uh, you know, you got to be able to read the defense just like the quarterback. And and I think right. a lot of these uh, young players, they just run now. They're not reading uh, the defense. 
you gotta you gotta have a high IQ for the game and know what you're doing out there to play at a high level because, like you just mentioned, there's guys that with amazing athletic ability can run the four twos and run the four threes, but I mean you gotta understand the game from up here. Yeah, um, and that- for me, I could the second I come to the line of scrimmage, I'm reading the defense. On a snap mm-hmm. of the ball, I'm still reading the defense as I run. Mm-hmm. So, so I I know where the open hold is going to be. I know where the quarterback is going to, you know, uh, deliver the ball. And 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 I I had that great relationship with Joe Montana and also Steve Young. They mm-hmm. knew that we were on the same page, so they were not going to hang me out to dry or or anything like that. So once you develop that, then uh, you know you're on the right track. That's right. That's right. I know that you were out there tearing up a lot of them defenders. All right. We 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 understand that. But I know there had to have been one or two guys that gave you fits in your career yeah. where either in the division, seeing guys twice a year, like talk about who who are some of the toughest guys, the toughest matchups where you going into that game like, let me hey, let me lace them up a little tighter today. Make sure them gloves extra tight on my wrist because I know I know I'm in for you know, I gotta get my mind right. Yeah, going to the Meadowlands. You know, uh, Lawrence Taylor and all those guys, I knew it was going to be a physical game. Going to New Orleans, uh, they were known for their linebackers, and, and you know you know that it was going to be a battle there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, then, you know, going, going up against Deion Sanders. Uh, Deion, uh, yeah. probably one of the fastest guy defensive backs to ever play the game, along with, uh, oh, God, da, 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 Oh my God! From Washington, uh, Daryl Green. Okay. Yep. Two guys, and I had sleepless nights when I had to face those guys. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm up, I'm up already playing the game. The first 15 plays, I know the opportunities that I'm gonna have during the game, where right. I can I can make plays. So I'm up playing it already, but it brought out the best of me because you want that type of competition. You want to Absolutely. go to the best, you know, you know, because you get a chance to test yourself. So I, mm-hmm. I'll look forward to it. And, and if you talk noise at me on the football field, the best way to shut you up is to score touchdowns. That's it. I score one. I score two. <laughs> I score three. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, they, exactly where I want you. They're not saying a single word after that, yeah. boy. <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you quiet. You know, anyone talking noise to you on the game. Doing the game. Yeah, could you tell, like sometimes going into games, because obviously teams had you circled when they when they had when they had you on the schedule. They're like, all right, we got to stop this cat right here, Jerry Rice. Could you tell that some teams were 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 purposely trying to make sure they inflicted that extra little. Oh. That little umph on you, you know, during and well, like what's like the hardest hit that you've taken in a game where you, ah, man, you had to stay down a little bit longer where that thing just kind of, yeah. Ah. Well, well, you know, for me, I even doing ball games, if I was on the left side and the ball was being thrown to the right side, I was still getting hit on the back side because they wanted to try to send a message to me. And, That's right. and, and, but, you know, Receivers, they weren't actually protected then. But mm-hmm. now it's like it's one of those where I was so in such great shape that if you hit me, it felt like you were hitting a rock. <laughs> so 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 those guys, 
those guys, you know, they would feel it more than I did. Yeah. And, you know, and 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 when they go back and and they tell their teammates or or or, or whoever is playing, whoever we're playing, saying, you know what, I just hit him hit him with everything I had, mm-hmm. and he just walked away from it. So that's that's the way I had conditioned my body, mm-hmm. and and even if you got um, uh, a big time hit on me or something like that, where I got the wind knocked out of me, I was going to get up no matter what because I was not going to give you that gratification of putting me down on the ground. That mind game, baby. You so that mind- show that mental toughness oh, out there so, for so sure. When they see you walk away from something like that, they're like, "Oh man." It's going to be Ain't nothing going to break this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, you just you just keep talking about how, you know, the the shape that you're in, the it doesn't matter if somebody hits you, you feel like you a rock out there. And that's why you the goat, man. That's just those little things. The 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 work that you put in to be able to be in such great shape and and, and have the career that you had for as many years as you did. I mean, 10 10 all pros. People don't understand how hard it is to get one All Pro. One All Pro means that you were the best in the entire league. Pro Bowl is an is an amazing accomplishment as well, right? You were one of the best players chosen in your conference, but an All Pro means that you were the best in the whole in the game in that in that season. So to have ten years of that is is an insane accomplishment. Um, is there something in your career that you feel you know either achievement or a moment or one either one of your Super Bowls? Where you where you were just like man that that's probably the the moment that I I will always cherish and that right there was the was the best feeling in the world when I got most valuable player doing Super Bowl twenty three uh, on that final drive three minutes ten seconds left in the game we got to go over eighty yards downfield uh, Montana came into the huddle because we got a two minute drill uh, he said something about this actor name what's the actor name. No, it was the actor that was in the stands and he, and he called his name and uh-huh. and Joe wanted to send the message that, hey, look, we have done this already during practice. He mm-hmm. wanted to relax everybody. John Candy. John Candy was the actor that was in, in the stands. OK. And when Joe said that, I think everybody knew that we could move that ball over 80 yards downfield. Final drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One mistake, ball game is so we lose that Super Bowl. Mm. Once we broke that huddle, complete, I didn't hear anything, complete quietness. I did mm-hmm. not hear fans cheering or anything. I just knew the importance of moving the chains. Every catch was yeah. And uh, we were able to uh, move it all the way downfield and win Super Bowl twenty three. So that's something I'll never forget. And you won Super Bowl MVP that that Super Bowl too. It, it, that was my first ring because I got tired of watching those guys wear their rings and stuff, and I didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that first one got to be the sweetest, man. I mean, just to finally break through and finally get one, man. Fred, but Fred, let me tell you this, man. But you know, then I people would ask me, and they said, "Well, were you nervous uh, the first Super Bowl?" I'm nervous every ball game. I'm nervous during preseason because mm-hmm. I feel like it, you know, it meant something to me to mm-hmm. be on that field, to wear that uniform. Mm-hmm. So I always felt nervous, but it brought out the best in me. And 
Even the second Super Bowl, I was nervous the second one. Even the mm -hmm. third one, I was nervous the third one because mm -hmm. it means something to me. And, and, uh, and you know, it's just, it's just something I'll never forget. That's amazing, man. I, I, I hopefully, um, we're, we're trying to make that breakthrough and I'll, I just want that one effort. That first one, I know it's gonna, it's going to mean the world and God willing, we just got, I mean, right now we got to take care of business. Yeah. Uh, um, on Christmas Day, we, we worry about those sort of things later on. But, man, just hearing you talk about it just gives me goosebumps because that, that's the goal right there is is winning that Super Bowl. Um, so now kind of pivoting from football a little bit, my wife uh, is pregnant. We, we're, we're doing in March with our, with our first little baby. And uh, I wanted to ask you how, how was that transition when you had, when you had children, you know, as at, in the league? And what like I kind of kind of take me through how that transition was and and uh, becoming a father. Well, you know that's uh, that's great for you and Sydney. That you know to have to have a child is probably you can't even put a, a price on that. And, and and you know it's it's gonna change your world, but you know, you you welcome that. And you know I had uh, four kids. Uh, I remember taking my kids to. Uh, to school like every Monday, every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, I would go to all their meetings and, and all of that, and uh, because I wanted them to know that uh, it was important for me to show my face and, and support them 100%. And, yeah. uh, but man, it's like to have them actually uh, to be around you, uh, to, to watch everything, to witness everything. Uh, I remember my son, I think he was like maybe three or four uh, walking on the field with my helmet. My helmet was like bigger than him. <laughs> <laughs> but he had it on yeah. and stuff like that. And it, it's just like, you know, I I wouldn't go back and I wouldn't change anything. But it was important for me to uh, really, uh, you know, be there for them and, uh and, 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 and I think I, uh, I really, I really set the example for him, you know, that you have to work for everything. Nothing is given. You always mm -hmm. have to get 100%. And, you know, my kids now, you know, they're adults and, uh, and, 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 and they still talk about, you know, me being dad at times because, you know, I was, I was hard, man. I was hard. Yeah. You know, because I was, I was, I was brought up that way, uh, in Mississippi and my father was the type he didn't he didn't say I, I loved you or anything like that but you knew that he was like the provider for the family and it's what he instilled in me about hard work and, and dedication and showing up and being accountable and yeah. and of course you know some of the things that I wanted to uh, you know instill in my kids that's amazing man I, I I can't wait I wish it was tomorrow that that we that we're having this baby man i i'm telling you right now i'm i'm so excited for that moment all, all i've ever wanted to be was a father so i'm i'm whatever comes with it i'm i'm really i'm ready for it and i'm i'm really excited about that hey but i'm telling you oh uh, i'm gonna tell you something guess who was up changing uh the diapers at nighttime mr rice <laughs> Me. boy yeah yeah he was running about four hours of sleep <laughs> after running that hill all day you come yeah. home you you flipping over that diaper, bop, bop, yeah. bop. Yes, sir. I was okay. The I was the next expert. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Doing it the right way. Good stuff, man. Well, hey, 
I, I, that, that's all I got for you today, man. I'm so appreciative of you and grateful for you coming on the show and, and being here and sharing these stories with us, man. Is there any last words that you would la like to leave the faithful, uh, you know, any, anything, anything that you got on your mind, either about the season or about anything, man? Well, you know, I think the thing is, uh, you know, you have to, you, you have to believe in each other and you have to, like, you know, we talk about that brick by brick and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, sometimes your teammates, they might be a little down. You got to be able mm -hmm. to pick them up. And, yeah. and you know, it, it, it's not, you know, and, and, and my thing, I led by example. I mean, the way I practice, the way I, you know, the way I went on road trips, because when I went on the road, I was about I was about business, man. I'm I'm serious. I dressed a certain way. I wanted to look a certain way. But when I put that uniform on, it was all about you know putting my team in a position uh, to win football games. And mm -hmm. I think the Niners this year, and and you know we don't want to jump the gun or anything like that. But I feel like you know defensive wise, we have the best defense. Offensive wise, we have the best offense. Now it's just, you know, just everything planned, staying in your favor and stuff like that. You know, I, we don't want no injuries or anything like that, but it's mm -hmm. one game at a time. Then That's once it. you get to that big game, uh, it's all about winning that big game. So, you know, what I want to say to the faithfuls, man, you know what? Uh, we need you guys to be loud. <laughs> that's <laughs> right baby. Loud, baby we need you to be loud baby because you know we got baltimore coming to town and uh and uh you know we're gonna have to find a way to uh to beat that uh beat that team because i'm not you know i don't want to jinx anything but this actually this could be the super bowl you know that it could be yeah nfc afc this this could be it this could be it right here. And uh, mm -hmm. you want to make a statement. Plus, That's it's right. football. I always wanted to make statements on Monday Night Football. I wanted That's to right. tell everybody that if you play the 49ers, you better bring your best game. So this this game coming up you know, on Christmas, Monday night, is going to be big. Faithful, y'all heard it here <laughs> first from the GOAT. We need, hey, we need you out loud Monday Night Football against these Ravens. Christmas Day. It's got to be the loudest we've ever heard Levi's, man. Hey, go, Mr. Hall of Fame, greatest of all timers. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show uh, and, and giving us these little gold nuggets, man. I appreciate you so much. Okay, Fred, Sydney, uh, congratulations, man. And Fred, just keep doing your thing, man. You, uh, you are amazing, okay? Thanks, Jerry. I appreciate you. Thanks. All right. Take care. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and to the Warner House on YouTube.